0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five
1: dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all my shirts all sparkly. Thank you, <laughs> I'm not
1: the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. People's music. Wine hole
2: the like, holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your friend. Which
1: means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Gonna...
2: Uh, uh, we're not sluts. We
1: just love love. Hello, 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 <laughs> podcast listeners. Bradford is over here doing something very bizarre. I think he's giving himself an eye test.
2: I am. I was listening to the music and I was like uh, my left eye is not nearly as good as it once was. Uh huh. But it's as good once as it ever was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I'm glad I wear glasses. I should be wearing them now. But mm. yes.
1: Yeah, so welcome back to another week here at By the By, you know, Hi. give yourself an eye test as listen. Give yourself you listen. an eye test,
2: yes. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yes, please do. Uh, Take care of your eyes, people. You only have two of them. Um, Welcome to this week's episode of By the By, which is an extremely exciting, special two-part episode Uh that you don't even have to wait a full week to get the second part. Mm -hmm. Because the second part will be released, I believe, this coming Sunday. Now, Angela? Angela? Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe the people who were guests on this podcast?
1: So these people are people that we met many moons ago. Yes. And they are very lovely humans.
2: They're all right. They're beautiful. They are They're very attractive. They're very beautiful. Yes.
1: We love them to death. Yes. They live quite far away from us. Yes.
2: Not all of them. One of them lives quite near to us.
1: Okay. I was thinking about the other
2: guests. Well, there, we had three guests. Okay, yes. Look so at the, oh one, my God, you fall in love with somebody and immediately you forget who they are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So, it's the gentleman. Yeah, so um, the one
1: that lives nearest is a gentleman. The other ones are, they have a British accent. Yes. Can we guess who they are? Pussy. Pussy. I don't like it. I don't like it. Pussy.
2: If you got him right, then you get a... <laughs> it's the Bedhoppers. Yay! Yay. So, we talked to the Bedhoppers uh, a while back and decided that we would all, because Hump Film Festival this year was done online because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, they allowed people from all over the world to view mm-hmm. the the films. So, we watched the films and then we sat down in a big virtual round table. And discussed what we thought about, not each and every film. No. We won't make you go through that.
1: We, we picked out our favorites and we talked about the festival as a whole, what yes. we liked and what we didn't like. And, and that then kind of also thing.
2: what we might submit in mm. coming hump festivals. Yeah. So. Uh, but it
1: is a two-parter because we do go on for a long time because, you know, everybody likes to talk. <laughs> and there's a lot of content to cover. It's what honestly. happens when you
2: get five podcasters in a room.
1: Yeah, but there was a lot of content to cover. Yes. So it goes on for a couple of hours. So we have the first part here, yes. and then the bedhoppers will follow up with the second half.
2: Yes. And uh so make sure you go and follow them. But before we get to the closing mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that here in a bit. Let's jump right into our review of the Hump Film Festival.
3: Thank you very much for joining us today. We've got with us Bradford Angela, the gentleman, Mrs. H, Avengers have assembled. We are here today to talk about humpfest, folks, how's it going?
2: If we're the Avengers, which Avengers are we each Ooh. sorry, I'm excited. Yeah. Hi, everybody, but seriously, we have to we have to solve this really quickly, what? like which avenger are you
1: also because we need to get into this um, thing. the
2: gentleman is Thor, what? you know why? because every time we play play with him, my ass and mouth is Thor. <laughs> <laughs> you had to
4: bring your ass into it straight away
2: I bring my ass into every room straight away <laughs> Does
3: that make you Captain
2: Assmerica? <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's right, America's ass.
2: <laughs> yes. so does that make him the Hulk? Because a Hulk smash. <laughs> if
4: anyone says I'm the Hulk, I will literally end this
2: podcast. Will you smash the, the podcast?
4: <laughs>
6: You'll get
2: angry and then rip your clothes off, have a pair of purple knickers on, and then smash the podcast. No, I think Mrs. H is more like the Scarlet
3: Bitch with a lot of negative naysaying about everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: Oh my gosh! Oh, with that humor, you are clearly Tony Stark. Right.
4: Yeah, he was just yeah. he was hoping that you would say that. Well, I mean, look—he's the only one that lasts at his
2: jokes. He's clearly Tony Stark.
4: Elsa <laughs> <laughs> spends his money on like stuff he doesn't need all the time. Tony Stark. What? There you go. Yeah. Who's okay. Angela? Yeah. Fine.
3: Ant Man. Just- <laughs> um, I'll
6: take it. I'll
4: take it. Ant Man. I'd probably take Ant Man. I, really yeah, like yeah. I think
3: she'd make a good wasp, actually. Yes, she would. Right. I'd like to see her in that costume. We- this you know,
2: you know, Mister H. The last time you requested to see her in a costume, she dressed up in that costume for you.
4: Yeah, that's what he's taping
2: Okay. What other costumes can I
6: think of? <laughs> 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 we
4: haven't got four hours. Doctor
2: Octopus. Come on, Doctor Octopus. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
6: That's just seven strap-ons, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant Dr. Coctopus. <laughs> to be fair, she's quite scary just one strap-on, with
3: seven additional ones. Yeah. I like,
1: you know? I, I like this challenge. <laughs>
4: She'd be like General Grievous, wouldn't she? Like whirling them all around. Oh you
2: know. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, we're doing great. Thank you, uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. H, for having. Like, we're crossing the world. We're crossing the globe, um, and the or, streams, or, crossing the streams or, yeah. or the plane, if you're a flat earther, um, mm-hmm. to to <laughs> talk to y'all um, from way down under.
1: Yeah, and this is going to be a split podcast. So Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, so we're going to have. A little bit on the bed and a little bit on by the by. Yeah.
3: yeah, we're going to release one minute on each first, and then we're going to keep releasing a minute. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: every
2: week>. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a serial, and by the yeah. end, you'll want to be a serial killer.
4: <laughs> Maybe we're just edging our listeners. Mm. Oh,
2: the gentlemen would like that. Ooh,
5: yeah, I love that. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. mm. I can give you a little bit
3: and stop, yeah. take it away again. So <laughs> we are all here today to talk about Humpfest, which is Dan savages super duper porn fest does anyone want to tell everyone what that's about
4: i didn't know what it was until you told me so i'm probably not best place
3: oh this would be
2: great mrs h please tell us what you think hump fest is oh my god yes please go oh
4: fine um first i heard of hump fest was when mr h um introduced it to me back i don't know three weeks ago and said oh i've got tickets for hump fest and i was like oh, don't give a shit what's that in my usual way <laughs> scarlet um, bitch everyone scarlet. that doesn't sound like you at
2: all I don't watch anything he... that I p- don't perform in. <laughs> well,
4: then he explained that it was um a show featuring lots of um homemade porn submitted by um people I guess who wanna, you know, showcase their their homemade porn. And then I got a bit more interested because I was like, oh wait, we're gonna like sit down and watch porn all night and have a takeaway? Hell, brilliant, I'm in. That's it was the takeaway that sold it. So I, I kind of understand it as being a kind of um, a showcasing of homemade horn.
3: So I think the, the concept started quite a while ago. Um, and I think it's 2005, ago, 2005. There we go. I knew I, you had the notes immediately to hand. I had them about 52 <laughs> pages back before <laughs> I started making these. Sorry, and, um That's okay, Tricol. And um, so we, we kind of... Um, they put this together and the idea is that people submit these and they were typically shown in, in cinema screens of, you know before pandemic and all that sort of shit and the idea was is that the, the the film itself would be destroyed at the end of the the showing so that the these wouldn't be leaked onto the rest of the world so the concept is you get like sort of one chance to see it and if you don't see it then then it's gone forever
4: like a one shot porn thing
3: one shot one opportunity are you going to capture it or are you going to let it slip type thing
4: You'd slip in the cinema if people had one shot every time we
2: saw it. <laughs> Quite possibly. Oh, no, you'd stick to the like cinema. <laughs>
1: so my question is, like, when this was done in the cinema, because we we watched it streaming because of all the COVID stuff and whatever, but if this is in the cinema, are you allowed to masturbate? Like, no. what the hell happens? Like, how do you not sit here and watch all of this and then not, like, really, really want to masturbate?
3: Well, I think there is a, you know, at the start of the show, normally – um Dan comes out and kind of gives a bit of an overview. And I do What's think he mentions not to, uh, yeah, he does some housekeeping, which in this, the, the one that we watched, because um, it's our first one that we've ever seen, it was very sort of South Park like. So I remember it mm-hmm. quite a lot. Mix of a bit Beavers and Butthead. A bit of Beavers
4: and Butthead. <laughs> with a bit of and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, with like the animations were very funny.
3: I mean, okay. Yeah. Is that your You have seen Beavers <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. like and Butthead, yes, right? Yeah. Nothing like Beavers and Butthead. You with have the seen. <laughs> pretty cool yeah yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go watch the
4: hunt fest
3: <laughs> i've got like tp for my bungholio could
4: you please ask dan savage if you can voice over the next one
3: <laughs> yeah, in we're, the not, style
4: of and we're
3: not going to submit anything we're just going to provide <laughs> stupid voices in the background which i think we're all capable of of, of
2: doing so mst3k uh, style right <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly that, exactly that. But but I wouldn't say that because now we're going to have to explain that to, to Mrs. H at some point. But you can't
2: imagine a silhouette of Mrs. H in front of all of this hump fest. And the whole time she's going...
4: Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Look, the takeaway I'm getting from this is that you're not allowed to jerk off if you're in the cinema watching it, but actually this time around it was done for a pandemic, so it was in the safety of your own home, so you could do what you like.
2: And we jerked off a lot, and our Mm neighbours now have uh, blinds and drapes up. (laughs) Well, they had their own hump fist, (laughs) Not after
3: watching ours. Turning up the sound to maximum, though, so they could all enjoy
5: it, was a stroke of genius, and also projecting it onto the side of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) so just to be clear what were you projecting onto the side of the wall
4: (laughs) that's what i said like oh you have some reach on you
2: our neighbors call me (laughs) (laughs) spider-man
4: oh goodness right so you've introed this basically then as what it is which is a series of films put together and the idea is that they shouldn't be viewed a second time
3: no and Mm. to be fair each clip is only a few minutes long they're not they're not I don't think they're allowed to be more than, than several minutes long. They all have to include different things and different items um, just to show that they were part of this festival. I think this one, this time around, well, they have to try and include these things. This one was sort of bubbles, uh, a photo booth, and... Carol the Channing. Name. There we Carol go. Carol
2: Channing. I love it. I love Carol so, Channing. Sorry. But they
4: weren't allowed to feature poop or animals. So or
2: some of the rules are no minors, no scat play, and uh, yeah. no... Animals. 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 Yes.
4: There were rules.
2: There are rules. Yeah, which meant Yoko
3: was really disappointed when we watched it together.
2: Look, I mean, and that's the thing. That's why when you grow up in the South US, um, you always have sex doggy style. Because we know that all dogs go to heaven.
3: (coughs) I'm not sure how to follow that. (laughs) I'm really not. So <laughs> we we all so, this, so I'm just going to yeah, plow on. on. <laughs> I'm just going to plow onwards. Yeah, let's just, let's just ignore that part. That for a moment. And we'll, we'll start I, I think that time. we should
2: also make it very clear to our Lydia uh, listening audiences that we are. It's currently nine forty six p.m. Mm-hmm. and at your London, it's what ten forty six a.m. Correct. Yeah, and we have almost finished our second bottle of wine we'll be starting our third here shortly and you all have almost finished your second cup of coffee
3: yeah that's <laughs> yes. that's pretty much the sum of it so Damn the time James. It, eventually the quality will meet together and it will all be fine <laughs> exactly that. so we thought um that we'd all watch this separately and we, we'd we'd pick some of our favorite uh favorite clips or or parts of the show uh, and then we do a bit of a roundtable on that. And then we thought we'd talk about what we might submit if we if we were to actually do one.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, but it might be useful just to kind of give a bit of overall impressions of what we felt about Humpfest in general. So All what right, did yeah, you yeah. guys think? So you, is this the first one that you've watched?
2: Yes. 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 So we have not been fortunate enough to go to Seattle to see Humpfest in the past. Um, we love the fact that they did it. Digitally this year, and so yeah,
1: yeah, it is the first time that I've seen it,
2: and you too, yes, gentlemen, yes, yes. yeah, first time I've heard of it actually.
1: Okay. We're um, Humpfest virgins and me, yes, and all family. of yeah. us, yeah. <clears throat> we all are. Um, yeah,
3: but he hadn't heard of it either, uh, okay. whereas
4: you'd heard of it.
3: Yeah, I, just, I heard of it, just hadn't been able to go. Yeah. So, what was your overall impression of Humpfest? What did you think?
1: So, I really liked. Watching it digitally, my only issue was that the intermission was not at really close to a halfway point. It was very well within it. And so, like, at some point, you know, we started playing with each other and whatnot. and, And I always need an intermission to at least go to the restroom and refresh drinks and things like that. And it was, I felt, like, quite long into it. And then the second half was really short so that was really the only issue i had with it and that's honestly very very minor when you come down to it to add um, to
2: that the intermission also had stuff that i wanted to watch in it so yeah um, even going to the bathroom you're hearing things and you're like wait what
1: yeah what <laughs> What <are> they <laughs> do what now yeah exactly
3: exactly
4: but so I did it, like that an intermission was there. Yeah, I, mm. I,
3: I definitely exactly. needed that intermission. We'd, we'd ordered some food and uh, it sort of turned up about halfway through. So mm. it was this desperate dash downstairs to, to collect our food and then and then sort of running back up. But so. what was
4: stranger was eating the food to the film that then followed the food.
1: Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that. I'm I do also sure. really like that the films are quite short and so – it's it's almost like a bit of a teaser, but at the same time, if something's not really your cup of tea, then it's really only a few minutes, and then something else is on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there
5: there yeah, was a, a few of, or not, of, there, there was one in particular for me that was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, but yeah, like it, like it's it was interesting to watch, but I was glad I didn't have to watch it for much.
2: My God, that's one of the things I love about you is there <laughs> was only one that was a bit <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, like, I feel like I am pretty open and accepting and I like a lot of things. And I find that a lot of things that I like typically are things that most people would be like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found that there were multiple films in this that I was like – I don't really like this, or this makes me uncomfortable, or I'm not sure how this makes me feel, which isn't a negative. No, I think this is something that everybody should be forced to watch. But that's the purpose of it, <laughs> right? And, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. the purpose was. But- it's
1: it's to kind of expose you to different things and and open you up to different yeah. ideas, different opinions, mm-hmm. perceptions, different worlds, things that you're not necessarily used to. And I did like the fact that there was a huge variety of uh, of topics that were covered and media, different ways that these were put together. And I, I really liked having that variety. Yeah.
4: Mm, I agree. Some of the films I, I remember stopping and saying to Mr. H, like, I love the way this film is made, mm. although I don't like the content and it's not really maybe doing anything for me. It's not really turning me on, but I'm really enjoying how well it's made and, and the kind of alternative perspective you have given me on a on subject. So I did have a lot of time for how much effort and, You know, love there was in the creativity of the
3: whole thing yeah and and I'd echo that I think there was there was a lot in there that just did nothing for me in fact I'd I'd go as far to say there's not very much in there actually really turned me on but the artistry that was on display and the way it was done and even just some of the humor because some of them are quite funny really appealed to me and I could really get behind the, the concepts of that, that people have submitted and as someone that sort of creates content you you know it's really nice to recognize that there's some some talent out there and even if some of these people are just amateur you know, you know that picked up a phone or a bit of claymation or a bit of cgi rendering tool and just chuck something out there I mean I say chuck something out there but lovingly crafted something Mm -hmm. it was great just to see all that different creativity Mm. all in one space and 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 like the gentleman said the good thing is if you're watching it you you know that there's only going to be another two minutes of it and and you're you know in some cases it's 30 seconds long and you're on to the next thing already some of the credits were longer than some of the actual (laughs) films
4: I thought some of the credits were amazing yeah really clever
3: there was there's you know and there's some really nice little jokes in there and stuff mm, and mm-hmm. it was it was definitely enough to keep me entertaining and, and keep me thinking what I also liked is that there was a mix of things from from sort of flat out porn to miniature stories to humorous sketches to you know a uh, little almost mini documentaries to kind yeah. of put mm. across um Something that someone has gone through emotionally, or celebrate something, and I, I really like that. And that was such a good, wholesome mix. And
4: some animation in there as well, wasn't there?
3: Yeah, and yeah. and the roll of a dice each time—you just never knew what you were going to get. Mm, I
4: agree.
2: Yeah, mm. there's something really nice it, about that, about not knowing what's going to come next. Uh, and I think whoever is behind the curation of this does a very good job of getting some some very interesting um heterosexual homosexual uh trans representation there there was such a gr- it was a great group of representation mm-hmm. um i will ding them on the lack of bisexual male representation uh the i don't think there was a single film that i looked at and saw myself in uh and i think that that's I mean, I, th- I just think that's a a a lack that 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 was a a target that they would missed.
1: It also could be Maybe that, this year. It also could be that there wasn't a lot submitted yeah, in that absolutely. that genre either. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, I, uh, like you say, the, the whole curation of it is probably quite an interesting process mm. because I imagine they get tons of stuff and they just filter out, you know, the, the good from the bad, right. the interesting, and and yeah. just chuck it all in there. But of course, there is one way to solve that, and that's to submit your own. Things, I, think. I really like the that that's available. So you don't see yourself there, you're like, oh I can do something and I can toss
4: yourself into the ring.
3: Literally toss yourself <laughs> into the ring.
2: There's a great pun is, there, my god.
4: If only we I could, think that
3: was one of the movies it.
5: actually. Yeah. <laughs> toss
4: yourself into the ring. <laughs> oh Bradford. Though.
6: I'm tossing yeah, myself <laughs> into oh, the god. room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna toss myself into the womb. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, Bradford, you mentioned that the, the, sort of, the, the lack of bisexual male representation in there was a bit of a negative for you. Were there any other negatives while we were watching? Did anyone have any kind of moments in there?
2: For, so I'll jump in and I'll say that my it's, and this is one of those little nitpicky things. I think one of my biggest negatives for the whole experience was the sound across multiple films had different levelling. Yeah. yeah. So you would have yep. sounds or you would have movies that you were films that you were watching that were great on your television. And then the next one would be so quiet, you would have to turn it up to the maximum to be able to hear what they were saying. And then the one after that would be so loud. Uh, it was like a commercial just popped on, and oh, it was yeah. all treble well, and really high. Well, you'd hear the music, but yeah, but you could you could you could you could barely hear them speak. And again, mm-hmm. I, I accept and understand that. That's because people are making these at home. These are yeah. not professional yeah. film crews. I still feel like whoever curated the whole film would have been able to level the music or level the sound.
1: That's what I would have expected. Yeah,
3: it's like six clicks on Audition or something to. Exactly. exactly. At least match loudness or whatever.
5: And
1: these well, were things although, that I
3: wanted to hear what they were
5: saying. Although it did give it the, that raw kind of feel to it. Sure, yes.
1: Yeah, but I don't like always having to reach over for the remote and turn the volume up yeah. or down. I don't yeah. like
2: doing that on tele- regular yeah. television.
1: Do you know what? It says a lot, but I didn't notice this, and presumably it's because Mr. H
4: took care of the sound quality. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> it was a beautiful experience for me. It notice any of that. oh,
3: <laughs> I do think that s- some of the music – was really obnoxious oh God, yeah like I, and i get that people are, they can't get copyrighted yeah. music necessarily or that they're supplying their own or it was garage or, band's uh, best yeah well there was that and also you know i guess local bands that or people mm-hmm, that, you mm-hmm. know where they know someone that can play but i found the music to be really off-putting a lot of the time and it's the levels yes definitely i noticed that because i was up and down on the old remote control a number of times not that my wife noticed. yeah (laughs) (laughs) anything for your experience dear it's all about you and (laughs) exactly and um you know the actual the the quality of the music was i found quite frustrating
4: can i jump in there though with that funny enough and we're not going to reveal which of my top three at the moment but one of my favorites in in the whole 23 i think there were in total films i actually pointed out in my reasons for choosing it that the use of music was Really clever, and I it added a lot of value to me. Interesting, that particular film, so it is interesting. Maybe I look forward to knowing which one the same leveling of the music. Yeah, I'm curious now
2: which one that I mean. Does does Mr. H get an honorable mention because of this (laughs) (laughs) sound engineer? Yeah,
4: (laughs) (laughs) but no, it's interesting to say that I did find a lot of music to be not my taste, of course, Mm -hmm. but. Uh, this particular film, I actually, in fact, two of the films I did note down that I really enjoyed the use of music specifically as reasons for choosing them as my top ones. Interesting. The, the, the
3: thing I found about it was that there was a lot of stuff that looked like it was an indie film made in 1994. <laughs> and I just kind of. As, that was a really interesting piece. It's almost like uh, when we've been on the hunt for watching like a sort of erotic movie. Quite a lot of these were made in the 90s. And they have that sort of similar videotape,
4: art school, art school thing, kind yeah. of
3: vibe. Yeah. I kind of really wanted to go and help people and sort of say, but just a little bit more lighting and just a little bit. But I loved all the creativity that went into
2: it. So I was kind of a little bit conflicted by some of that.
4: Yeah, I think I wanted one or two of them.
2: Were you just waiting for Kevin Smith the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, there was, you know, it
3: kind of felt like it had that, that vibe.
4: One of them particularly for me was like um, a Bjork video mixed in a bit of uh-huh. That uh-huh. Sure thing. That. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, all right, this is, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll be quiet in case it's anything awful now.
3: <laughs> so any other negatives for the for the, for the the viewing of the Hump Fest?
1: Not for me, gentlemen. No, not really.
5: Not, <laughs> not, not, not negatives. Yeah. No, I don't know. I quite I quite enjoyed most of them. There was only like a couple that I didn't really get into.
2: Like he's a he's an experiential trisexual though.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I
5: missed them. two Probably.
2: while I was writing notes.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so and for those at home, I'm doing air quotes, writing notes. I saw him adjusting his pants more than once. <laughs> <laughs>
4: My pen is my penis. Well, I will give you one of my negatives then, if I may. Yeah. And I know you're all thinking, oh, you're always so negative. I'm not. (laughs) not.
3: No, that's not what (laughs) I... I just assumed that you're going to be negative. Thanks,
4: babe. Um, One of my negatives, actually, was I was surprised I wasn't more turned on by the whole thing. And I was disappointed that I I didn't come away from the whole thing feeling sexually energetic and wanting to do something off the back of it.
2: I
6: I enjoyed
4: the whole experience. I really enjoyed it. But I didn't... Find myself being uh, exceptionally. Oh, I've watched a load of porn and I want to go and have sex. I didn't. I just thought, all right, that was interesting. I think
2: that's interesting you because get dead inside.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? I'm dead inside.
2: Yeah, I'm joking. I didn't come away with that feeling. Either. I know you didn't. um anyway. We had sex twice while watching <laughs> yeah. it, um yeah. and we playing with toys for yeah. a lot of the time as well because we were just sort of kind of energized by it.
1: Yeah, and for me, it is that some of them really did turn me on. And then it's also, whenever I watch porn, even if it's something that doesn't really turn me on or it's not something I'm really into, I still can't help but get turned on just because of, the, I think it's it's the auditory, it's the just, you know, naked people. it's just It's just what it is. And I can't help but get turned on even if it's not something I'm necessarily interested in. But in this case, there were several that, did turn me on. So.
5: Yeah, agreed. There were, there were there were many that turned me on, yeah. but but I felt myself sort of on a roller coaster. I, I would mm-hmm. get I'd get turned on, and then it was like,
2: oh, oh no, that's
6: mm-hmm.
5: not now.
2: And then up and down, and, yeah. and so for me, I felt like I was turned on for most of it. And I think this goes back to like again, anybody who listens to our podcast will probably appreciate, and and I think you all will all appreciate the fact that I'm sort of the Deanna Troy of this. Star Trek Enterprise, <laughs> and that when I see people turned on by what they're doing, I, I'm i getting that empathy erection. Like, mm. I'm excited. It may not, what you're doing may not excite me, but the fact that the people that we were seeing so often were so clearly into and aroused by what they were doing, that arousal would turn me on. And seeing them happy and having this wonderful connection I found really arousing, even if it was something I wasn't interested in, which admittedly, I will say, was probably a good two-thirds of what I was seeing. I don't want to do myself, but watching the people, the performers enjoy it was what I found so arousing.
1: It's erotic compersion.
2: Erotic, erotic compersion. compersion. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. I, I do.
2: But
3: I do think so. We went in with with a view that this was a bit of a science experiment, and we went out with you know with notepads out. Mm-hmm. And I think that typically we don't watch just porn together. We tend to watch erotic films or um, sort of things like that, rather mm-hmm. than 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 just actual yeah. porn. So I think our experience or in the past has not really been focused on this so we tend not to have a reaction to just watching porn
1: Mm. like Mm. when we're
3: together right
1: um
3: but equally it is it may be that some of that the stuff that was on screen just didn't speak to us I totally get that because I think there's quite a bit in there that probably isn't our our jam but at the same point I think we we did go in with like white coats on and you know like a (laughs) lab experiment and you know and 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 iPads and pens or whatever at the ready so we could note all but this down I was
4: very open to feeling um turned on because I, I enjoy the, the kind and I enjoy the visceral kind of reaction of of watching something that is sexy and designed to make you feel that way mm. so I, I just had a slight level of disappointment that it didn't pull that out of me in a way because I, I kind of was open to feeling it yeah. I get what you're saying Mr H, about the white coat experiment kind of thing and I was also going in with that mindset that I wanted to kind of pull it apart a little bit and see what I found but I also did want to be um enjoying it on a sexual level and I was just a little bit disappointed that I didn't equally kind of though cover.
3: we did have a sort of full-on burger and fries rock up <laughs> in the middle of it which was oh fucking God. amazing by the way the <laughs> and fries should, so good, so good. <laughs> um we were both starving because the time is set you can't change that yeah. so yeah, yeah. and we just knew that our day wasn't going to let us do anything other than eat midway through this yeah. so there was the anticipation of food that was driving <laughs> us throughout the course of
6: the film.
4: wait am i turned on no i'm just really yeah. hungry
3: oh. yeah, yeah no time to
2: be horny i'm hungry <laughs> exactly so that. did i mean going into this have either of you i'm sorry this is uh not for you mrs h this is for the gentleman and and mr h um because i know the answer uh, have either of you oh. listened to the savage love cast Dan Savage's yes. podcast. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now I know why
4: you still, I'm not meant
2: to answer this question. <laughs> see, I love you, honey. Um, is anybody other? I know Angela is because she and I were sort of devout listeners to the Savage Love mm. cast for quite a while. Are you familiar with his audience? No.
5: A little.
2: I mean, so his audience is very non mainstream queer. So as soon as I knew that he was making a some sort of um, pornographic film fest. I think I didn't expect it to be like any porn I'd ever seen before. Mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be
1: a little edgier.
2: Well, a little edgier, like literally on the edge that a a little kitty comes across and knocks it off the, Mm -hmm. the, you know, into the, into the universe. I knew that what we were going to see, I was surprised at the amount of heterosexual sex that we saw. That was for me like, whoa, I'm surprised at seeing this. Uh, I I thought the mix was quite good, actually. I was surprised that you're right. It was very well balanced.
3: Yeah. But yeah, Um, despite the lack of representation, as you mentioned earlier. But I think there was enough uh, enough fringe stuff in there and enough uh, stuff that you wouldn't I I wouldn't necessarily seek out or come across every day to make me go. Oh, okay, this is quite interesting. Not that it pulsed me. It was just great to see all of that in the mix. And I, I love the fact that he's curated that stuff. Mm
4: -hmm. okay but I what I really like is the fact that it was going to be edgier and not norm if if you can categorize porn as a norm but I liked the fact that it wasn't going to be just people banging and making porn that you could find anywhere I was enjoying the fact that it was going to bring me something a curated experience that was not something I would just find on Pornhub or whatever yeah but how old up again it interested me on that level but again didn't quite tip me into the the area of oh my god I need to I need to fuck now it didn't take you to pound town no no it didn't I mean a couple of them actually I was I was really quite interested in and I enjoyed watching but again didn't come away with that oh my god I need to do this now I'm not sure if I would have felt differently had I viewed it alone having said that Hmm. in a strange way
1: I also wonder if it would have been different if they had been longer, because by like the gentleman said, you know, being only a few minutes long, you're just getting into it, and you may just be getting turned on, and then it finishes, and then you're on to something else, and you're completely mm-hmm. switching gears. There,
2: there were a few there that I could have watched a lot more of.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yes. In fact, mm-hmm. I when we get to it, there is one that I want to see a feature length version of. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of. Ex- if it's the one I'm thinking of, I will fucking cut you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> was, okay, so
3: was
2: there's it more than one. For me. one? <laughs> no, no, So oh we'll God, get
6: yes,
2: to it. We'll get a to
3: picture-length it. Picture
4: length version of the monkey one. <laughs> well,
3: okay, I think we've we've kind of dissected kind of how we felt about the, the the fest overall. Do we want to sort of do a bit of a round table of our top three and then slate
2: each other's thoughts? Sure. Other
4: yeah. Do we want to take like one each and go round? Yes. Rather than someone do all three in one. Yes. Hit? Because I think that will get.
2: Um, round. and I nominate. Mrs. H, to go first.
4: Oh, really? I do well, because okay.
2: you're you're <laughs> you look gorgeous tonight, and you are wearing a labyrinth Aww. shirt, and it just turns me on. Oh, <laughs> what beautiful
4: things! I want say. to be if your gobbling king. Lights.
2: I will gobble <laughs> everything you've got. <laughs> Watch me work this crystal ball.
3: If I turn up the lights, that
2: top is very see
6: through. <laughs> Why are there
3: lights on? I was gonna say, yeah. please
1: turn off the lights. <laughs> 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 Hello, dear listeners. We're going to start doing something a little bit different for a while. Uh, the next few months, we are going to be running commercials for the X Awards winners. <laughs> and so they have, many of them have diligently recorded their own little commercial to talk about themselves and what they do and what they've won. And we're just going to let you listen and learn. And then if you're interested, you can contact them. So the first one we have this week is Wednesday O.
7: Hey guys, it's Wednesday O here, Australian female porn star. Thank you to everyone who voted for me in the Australian X Awards. Thanks to all of you guys, I place second as Australia's female Camstar of the year and third as Australia's female porn star of the year. It's really great to receive some recognition for all of the work I've put in in about the past seven years in this awesome industry. I've loved being a part of the adult industry and building some amazing relationships with some of the most special people in the world. I think the sex worker community is the most loving, accepting and wholesome community I've ever been a part of. You guys can find some of me... All over the internet, on Instagram, Twitter, Pornhub, OnlyFans, Just For Fans, many vids, pretty much everywhere. My username almost everywhere is Wednesday underscore O. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for voting for me. And hopefully we see me again in the next awards. Thanks so much, guys. Much love, Wednesday O.
2: Are you looking for a place to meet people who are like-minded and think a lot like you? That place might be altplayground.net. At AltPlayground, you can find sexy swingers, passionate polyamorists, and kooky kinksters. And uh you can go in and and build your profile and find some folks that you feel comfortable playing with. Uh You can do that online, you can do that in person. Look, the way the world is right now, I'd still probably start with the online thing, or if you're going to meet, wear a mask. Be safe, be happy, but go to altplayground.net and be sexy. If your toy drawer is looking a bit dry and sad, and unhappy and lonely, or maybe used and unloved, all toys
1: need friends.
2: All toys need friends. Look at Woody and Buzz. I mean, they were best friends. Well, your dildo or masturbator may need a new friend. Go to adamandeve.com, find a new friend for your old friend. When you put them in the basket, make sure you use checkout code BYTHEBY, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get your old friend's new friend at 50% off, free shipping, and you'll get some more friends thrown into the little box with them. So go to adamandeve.com and uh, use checkout code by the buy when you check out. Thanks.
4: Alright, so we're going through, and this is in no order, Then Have no you order. chosen a kind of uh, an overall top favourite? Favorite just your three. Three? favourite okay.
2: three. And cool. this is in no particular cool. order.
4: Alright, okay. In no particular order, then One of my favourites was Dance macabre. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. So this was the um, the student teacher kind of scenario Uh um, shot mostly in black and white. I think. May I give uh, it the?
2: May I give the the um, the official tagline for it? Yes,
4: yes, please do because it's bound to be better than mine.
2: (laughs) Dance macabre. A kinky music student gets inspired by his handsome professor to seek some extra credit.
4: Okay yeah that, that sums it up nicely. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went back to earlier saying that I really enjoyed the use of music in some of these things this is one of those particular films that it added an edge for me but I really enjoyed I love that piece of music anyway and I thought the use of it was tremendous and it took me into this roller coaster of you know, crescendos and like um beautiful music booming out and at the same time there was this whole juxtaposition of this this frantic gay love scene going on in the background which and i loved the whole thing i really did it was excellently done i i thought the the shots were beautiful
3: i didn't like the shots at the beginning when they did the weird i agree the green the green screen yeah.
2: bugged me yeah it did a but lot. then it
4: went into this this completely different kind of film and i thought this is great. I, and I just loved the whole the whole show, really. And plus, I actually enjoy watching Men Have Sex. So.
3: I don't know why they just <laughs> didn't do a black and white intro at the start. Yeah. it yeah. would have just because yeah. that really pulled me out. This, and it, it starts with this strange green screen sort of plot device at the start and then goes into this great crescendo of music mm. and yeah. butt fuckery and all this sort of stuff. But butt but fuckery.
6: fuckery.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe that should be on a t-shirt, but I, <laughs> well, I, do no. I don't
2: think in it. What be the t-shirt. <laughs> think, think, <laughs> no, that's not t-shirt material.
5: Maybe on the back of a t-shirt. Yeah, oh. definitely with an arrow. <laughs>
1: um, so did all of you enjoy the same film? I did like that one, but I will agree that when it started. It did not have my attention. It was one that I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to not pay attention during this one. And then as soon as they really got into the plot points and it turned to black and white, then I was like, oh, I actually do really like Mm -hmm. this one. But at the beginning, I didn't think I was going to. But uh, yeah, I thought it was very beautifully done.
5: I think that was one of the ones that I was turned off a bit by the sound in the beginning because (gasps) I couldn't hear what they were – when they were talking to each other, I Mm -hmm. couldn't hear what they were saying. And and I think I had the same reaction as Angela in – Oh well, I'll just sort of sit this one out and wait to the, wait for the next one.
2: Yeah. So I it's, will say um, they're they're quiet in the beginning, um, but agreeing with Mrs. H, what's really this is a perfect example of I'm gonna like wankery films film talk here. Um, it's a perfect example of when you are familiar with a piece of music or with anything, you will um you'll adapt and and accept whatever you're going to be seeing. So it was a piece of music that's very familiar if you're into classical music at all. And so it's easy for you then to go, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that. I'm so already- I'm gonna, I already like this. I'm already invested in the song. Yeah. I'm going to automatically be invested in what they show me. And I, there were shots in it that I absolutely loved. Great shots of a sex swing uh, mm. and some actually very funny physical comedy From the sex swing sort of point of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two things. One, the young man in the swing has great eyes uh, and was using them like that thousand mile stare. And two, has a beautiful gaping asshole.
4: <laughs> yeah. I love the credits at the end where it just features like, him in the sex ring and his yes. gaping bumps Like, <laughs> I just thought the whole film was great. I'm a big okay. fan of a
2: gaping ass. I got to be honest. <laughs> a so shocker. Yeah, that,
4: that was one of my one of my chosen three that I actually came away feeling I just enjoyed the the experience.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Massive,
2: nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I yeah. did like that. It wasn't. It didn't make my top three. Are are we going to
4: play some kind of bingo if someone else is in their top three? They're like, oh!
3: If you get the same one as someone else, you've got to yell out "hump."
4: Oh, yes! Okay, yeah, cool. So so I've so far got one that no one else has chosen. All right,
3: who's next on the the magic wheel?
4: Why don't you go next? Yeah, Mr. H. Okay,
3: all right. (laughs) I'm going to go with um, Doggone Dystopia.
4: Hump. Oh, the very first
3: one. Hump. The very first one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I I picked this one because I I love the way it was done and and shot, and it had a bit of plot. So, uh,
2: Bradford, do you want to read out the the synopsis of this one, please? Dog on dystopia. A lonely creature, shunned by a dystopian society, searches for safety. A genuine connection awaits. Yes.
4: Gosh! Thanks. It reminded me of a Black Mirror episode. It um, did. It, yes. yes. There's a bit of Thanks that. Thanks
5: for putting a finger onto that because yeah. oh, it's
4: yeah. that's so oh. true.
5: Much yeah.
3: less depressing though than a Black Mirror episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. frankly.
2: Because <laughs> there's more and sex. Also it kind of
3: yeah, and also a bit like The Last of Us in that sort of dystop- yeah. the PlayStation game. Mm. That sort of dystopian world's well, gone to shit kind of vibe to it. I love the way it was filmed. I love the fact that it was a bit different. Um, it helped that I thought both of them were quite cute in there as well. That that certainly caught my attention, um, but it it normalised um, play that we don't normally um, see ourselves in a, in a really nice way for me, and I, I felt that was that was really really positive. Um, also, it was kind of I, I love the fact that they got the photo booth in straight at the start. That was kind oh, of yeah, cool. They yeah. just did that, they ticked that off pretty quickly. Um, there was a little bit of talking and then just a bit of a sex scene and a nice chilled out sort of vibe
2: afterwards. I oh,
1: like how she had a cigarette at the end. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: that. <laughs> that was um, our big complaint crazy. is that, that why does she have to smoke?
1: That was my least favorite part because I was like, that is such, that's it's just cliche. It's very cliche. And I felt yeah, like I'm it so didn't need you. that. <laughs> yeah.
2: It would have been funnier if they'd have
3: got the bubbles in by having one of those blowing bubble yeah. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. If she yeah. could have been blowing bubbles at the end and I would have been just as into it as if she had been smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the smoking was a
3: little bit of a Meh, yeah, But at least it had that sort of, there was an experience and then there was a, a sort of harmony at the end, which I kind of liked. It it sort of tied the story back together. So for me, that I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, thought it was I understand cool.
4: that. But it did feel very Black Mirror to me. in it, It's kind of um, this weird kind of uh, future that you just don't really, you kind of feel quite threatened by. And it, it, it the whole film had a, a Black Mirror vibe for me, but...
3: That's cool. enjoyed it. It was good. I liked it. Any other thoughts, folks, on
1: this one? So I liked the way that it started off, and I think it was very clear that it was a a dystopian future, kind of different setting. And I liked when the two characters met and kind of came together, and there was a bit of the one was I'm not ready to touch yet. And it was like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. And so I think that there was very much a lot of that consent culture embodied very well in that. Yeah. yeah. And and I I think that they did so well with that. It, you know, okay, take it at your own pace, we'll work with this kind of thing. But also, I mean, like the one girl, she had this beautiful smile. I was just she so did. cute. Yeah. Yeah,
4: she was
5: really and cute. And the whole yep. I think
1: their whole scene, the whole film was just so beautifully orchestrated. And it was like this little dance between them. And yeah, I just really enjoyed that one, but I did very much like the whole acknowledgment. I mean, it, not like in-your-face acknowledgement, but there was acknowledgement of consent in there.
2: So just to give people who are listening who weren't uh, fortunate enough to see the 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 film's Hump or the Hump Festival, uh, this film was a, a sort of an expression of pet play, yeah. which also goes back to some of the recent podcasts that Angela and I have done, in that, like, you had... Um, a dystopian future in which my guess is there were hybrids. Cause I know the word hybrid came out at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And when the lady who's on the run is two ladies, when the lady who was on the run um, from, from the dystopian future uh, <laughs> starts to disrobe because she finally feels safe with the other human. She, I love, there's this wonderful scene because we're starting the hump film fest and it's all about sex and we're a good minute and a half, maybe two minutes into the, first film and it's kind of hard to know what you're looking at and yeah. suddenly she starts pulling her pants down and she has a tail mm-hmm. on, on a harness uh-huh, and I was shit. like oh my god I'm in love, like immediately was, this is fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> and it was a cute little tail It too. was a
2: cute tail, yeah. Yeah. she had you know, she, she was one of those people who could wag the tail mm-hmm. very well without shaking her ass and that takes talent mm-hmm. uh, and then the, the hood that was on and there's this beautiful sort of sex scene, manual sex scene between her and her partner. And then there's a great oral scene and it's just like the whole thing was care and love mm. and sweetness and without being syrupy. I-, I talked about it before. This was the film that I wanted to see stretched in. Fuck Maze Runner. Uh, <laughs> I want to see this where the, the, uh, the star's name is Katniss, but she's a kitty. Like that's what uh, I wanted yeah. to see. Uh, that's
5: that's the dystopian future we
2: all want, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, it was so well put together. Uh, the The locations I think mm. made sense. My problem, my only negative I could come up with this, other than the smoking, was it's such it set such a high bar for all other films to follow. That after seeing this, I was like, "This is fucking brilliant!" I'm so excited. And then some of the others just yeah. weren't, weren't up to par. Yeah,
4: I agree. I agree completely. The next film that followed, I was almost like crashed down into her. Huh? What was the <laughs> next one? I expected there was going to be different. Um, it was Lactation. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Day. Oh, Mother's, Day. Oh, oh, Mother's Day. Day. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Very, very different, of course. But yeah.
5: So for Dog Doggone, that, that scene that you were describing, Angela, when they sort of, when, when the two first met, mm. the meet-cute, the meet-cute. Yeah. yeah, and it was, there was one scene that got me into the whole thing. And they were doing that consent. She said, "I'm not. I, I don't like to touch." And then she accidentally stepped on her bag, and she stepped on the squeak toy yes! in the bag. Yes, and fantastic. Her, her face was just like, "Ah!" Yeah, and, and it was just that <laughs> smile, and the grin, and it was like. I'm okay with that, (laughs) and they went from there. And from that point, I that was I had that that was then my favorite, one of my favorites. Agreed.
1: I will say the squeak toy also got Pippin's attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pippin's like I'm into this hump thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right, gentlemen, do you want to go next?
5: Okay. Well, I. Where am I? Okay. So the my other one that I had was uh, lip service,
2: Bradford. Hump. Oh, you <laughs> thought that
4: was one of yours. I had a feeling that was one of yours as well.
2: Soft, sensual. This woman has no trouble telling her man just how to do it. Yes, and that's what I loved about it. <laughs> Fucking shocker. That, uh, <laughs> no, but, I mean,
5: they were both gorgeous humans. But there was, there was also, I loved the way it was shot. Uh, it, it was kind of shot through a, a, a slightly ajar door. So it yeah. was that real voyeuristic kind of feel that, oh, I'm, I'm seeing something that I shouldn't be seeing, but I keep looking at it anyway. Um, and then there was a point later on in the in, in the film where they were fucking quite rigorously on the bed, but she kind of, her eyes just darted up to the door mm-hmm. in that sort of sense of, I know you're watching me and I'm putting on a show for you.
2: So I'm going to stop you. I don't think they ever had – well, so they were fucking in – it was oral play. They never have penetrative PIV sex. I don't think and, they do. No, do they, the and that's line, part of it? the – I think that's part of the game oh, well, she, because she's she she yeah. looking oh, maybe, maybe at the door. it was door. oral at the back. Yeah. And there's this beautiful 69
5: – Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, because she says that she wants to come with something in her mouth. Yes.
2: Woof. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
3: But you get the impression because she closes the door at the yeah. end marvelously. Yes. And then you get the impression are they gonna go on and have sex whilst he can't watch? And that yeah. was the
6: right.
1: I
3: thought that was just so well done. But much like Bradford said about the other one, I felt this could have been like a scene in a much bigger movie. Yes, agreed. And it I wanted to know more about why is that person watching? What is the mm-hmm. what is the deal with this? Is this some sort of illicit affair? Is it someone that shouldn't be you know, is it is she putting on a show for her husband or whatever. And I was, it, it, I really liked the setup of that, and it was so subtly done, like the eyes darting to the door, like the just the occasional reference to it, and the camera just sort of panned yes. around a little bit, yeah. showed it, and it, but didn't linger. It was, and you never see what's behind the through the gap in the door. You just see the, the slither of the crack there that, that yeah, someone you, might you, be watching.
5: Sh- and you were sort of expectantly. Waiting to see a figure behind, or in in that mm. gap, or or, yeah. or prying eyes, but you never did.
2: But ma'am, I'm just here to read the water yeah. meter. <laughs> but, <laughs> or,
4: or maybe the 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 per, you know the woman involved in the the actual sex scene was hoping or imagining there was someone behind the door. Well, I, yeah. I and kind maybe of that felt was the through intention. it
5: the the gap of the door was meant for us as the viewers. We were yeah, behind we were the voyeur. Yeah. We were the voyeur.
3: I really hope there was a monster behind the door. <laughs> Like, I really hoped it was, like, some sort of horror moment. Like Mike Wazowski
2: or, like... Yeah. <laughs> Always watching. <laughs> Always watching <this> Wazowski.
3: <laughs> yeah, but almost that kind of... It had a horror tinge to it in that it could be something awful yeah. behind the door. And I, in a way, I wanted it to be something, something dark or a twist, but obviously, the yeah. just before you get to that point where you see they close the door on you.
4: Yeah, but how strange... I, I took it a different way, and I imagined I was the woman... Um, imagining there was somebody watching but then maybe that's just because I have a propensity for enjoying the voyeuristic aspect of a film like that but I I actually didn't see it the same way you have which was you're the viewer behind the door I took it as I'm the woman imagining there is somebody in the doorway
2: Uh so So I'm going to speak for most of us here on this call if not all of us and say if you want to set up a (laughs) webcam all of us will be happy to watch you do whatever the fuck you want to do (laughs) Uh, Yeah, You can put us in a crack of a door. We're happy to do it from there. Um, But I'll I'll watch you type. Mm.
1: So this was one for me that it wasn't in my top three, but it was definitely an honorable mention because I do like the way it was done. And like you said, Mr. H, I think that it could very easily be part of a bigger film. And I liked the aesthetic of it, the lighting, the colors. Like, it was a very beautiful film. And I did very much enjoy the voyeuristic viewpoint of it. And I, I do think it was intended for the audience to be the voyeur. But as the gentleman said, when she kind of flicks her eyes up to the camera or to the crack in the door, I almost took it as, oh, I heard a sound. Oh, wait, it's nothing. And then so it's just that quick look up to see what it is. And then it's nothing. So you did see it as a horror film. jeez. I don't think that's <laughs> horror, though, because, I mean, you know, houses creak and things and stuff. And, you know. But I, I took it as if she heard something and then it was, no, it was nothing.
4: I do agree. Oh. It was a beautiful film. The bodies were beautiful. Yeah. And it was a pleasure to kind of yeah. watch two beautiful bodies kind of doing what they were doing. So it, it, aesthetically pleasing on all fronts,
2: I think. It was yeah. the best representation of 69ing on film I've seen in a long time and that's including most of the porn i watch mm. it the the 69ing was this beautiful shot of her perfect ass she like a beautiful pussy and i know mrs h pussy 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 uh, <laughs> and, and what, what, what was it dear?
4: you're not getting a rise out of me today
2: we're not getting a what out of you pussy, today
4: pussy pussy i don't like it i don't like it oh thank god pussy <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're welcome uh yes beautiful beautiful (laughs) like just like mm, woof
6: what
3: i really loved at that that moment then was i've never seen angela's fingers move faster than like it was literally darting out to the control board to hammer that button a few times yeah well i mean what you just
2: described was like the first time she met mrs h (laughs) yep exactly
1: there's a control board here somewhere let's find it (laughs) let me hammer that button where's the button
2: (laughs) must move faster must move faster (laughs) Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> I also should say that I did say hump when you said that. It's actually not in my top three, but it was in my top five, so it was mm. one of my two honorable mentions. <gasps> you just like saying hump? I do. That's what it is.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I got excited because I was
2: like, "Oh, I like that one." That was my top
4: one. three. It very nearly made my top three. I was yeah. very, very, very um, conflicted between the one I did choose instead, but this was very close yeah. to.
2: So it was number five for me. Mm. Okay. All right. Next the line.
1: Uh. So. One of my other ones was Final Exams. Hump.
2: <gasps> Hump. Oh, which one was, which one was Final Exams? Uh, oh, I was so good. Final Exams. Go will give a synopsis. Final Exams with a triple X. A quarantine mm-hmm. love story. Will a college student's porn addiction foil his studies or unlock his vivid imagination for leather daddies and love? <laughs>
6: Mm-hmm. I love this film <laughs> I, yes I yeah. did
2: like that one that would be my
5: honourable mentions it was only your uh, utter- oh my god it was number two I think for I, me I wrote down I loved the quote damn it Pornhub why won't you let me study <laughs> 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 and I've got underlined so true
1: <laughs> well I really liked the fact of I mean it's it's definitely a place that we've all been and you're supposed to be doing something else and, and yet here's
2: procrastination yeah and, and uh,
1: here's the, you oh know, porn god. calling to you something, and it's and it's like the computer was just saying like, "Come play with me." You know, I need attention. It's been this long since you've looked at me, and and I mean, it's that's kind of how we are with our devices at this point, and in, in that we're so tied to them, and we're always looking at them, and oh my god, it's been so long, and and I mean, of course, like I mean, with porn, why not? And that's that's what we want out of it, right? Um, but I also really liked a lot of what he was seeing on Pornhub and then reacting to and, and a lot of what we were seeing in his actions, it was just, I thought some of the shots were beautifully done. Yeah. I mean, just the camera angles, the way that they were done, it was very, very well done.
2: So there's a shot early on in that where he masturbates the first time Mm. and he comes into his sock and then the (laughs) next, the next shot shows him with one sock on on and (laughs) one barefoot, which I thought like, what a beautiful, that you, that's better continuity than most blockbusters have. <laughs> oh, that was a really good touch,
4: wasn't it? Do you remember earlier when I said that um, I liked the music in a few of my yes. favorites and that's one of the things that contributed? Now, I, I agree that the music in some of them is a bit not great, but this was brilliant. I loved that whole cut from the... Um, him trying to study, trying to study, reading this very boring stuff and then it would cut to this the same music for every yes. masturbation mm-hmm. scene and I was like, here's the music. It's See,
3: I, I think the reason you like this one is because it reminds you of Alan Partridge. You what? The the comedy show. Do what? So there's, a, a, there's a British com- comedy show called Alan Partridge. It's amazing. Check it out. If oh, you know.
4: the music. I get what you mean. The,
3: yes. the, the music, but also uh, it cuts sometimes to like the dark recesses of Alan's mind and he's sort of, you know he's supposedly like a past middle-aged man and it cuts back to him dancing by a pole in like leatherette pants and entertaining men with you know and just dancing really badly and it just flips to his head and it's a bit like that and that it, it 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 switches to that sort of juxtaposition of what he's doing he might be driving his car or whatever and just Going along, it's always the
4: same piece of music, and it's almost like this trigger response, you know, like Pavlov's dog, where you're like, It's the music, it's gonna happen. (laughs) And it was the same in this film, you're right. Every time that music kicked in, it was like, Here we go, yeah, yeah, what's gonna happen this time? (laughs) I liked how
2: the what he was studying really Mm -hmm. affected his porn that he was masturbating to. There's something really great about that because, again, it like what you experience in life affects what you're looking for. And one of the ones was where he's doing math. He's like, there's nothing sexy about math. And he's like, what is the size of the photo booth? If, uh, 23 times three. Three." Yeah. And he goes, Oh, that's easy. 69. And then it immediately (laughs) goes to him being held upside down by a dude. And then it goes back to him masturbating and he's bent over the couch coming in his own mouth. And I'm like, God damn! I have been there. Yes.
4: yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down and he comes on his own face. I got the same answer. <laughs> and I remember going back to conversations with you about that when I had this whole like segue in into, um, I had a conversation with Mr. H about if you could come in your own mouth, would you? And he was like, yeah, totally. And I'm like, what? No. But, you know, have you? Anyway, there we go. Uh,
3: I haven't. <laughs> um, it, the conversation meant more towards if you could suck your own cock, would you? Oh, and well, my yeah. answer was, of yeah. course I yeah, and then I
1: said, would you come in your own mouth? He was like,
3: "Yeah." Yeah, of course it would. I don't want to clean up
2: mess. I know. It's right. It's All right. practical. All right,
1: yeah. Now we need to see you upside down on the couch so that you can come in your own mouth.
2: So I'm not going to lie. I, I've done exactly what the fellow in this film d- did. And it's it's great until you come in your own eye. And then you're like, oh, it burns. <laughs> I'll song. be on standby with some wet wipes for you,
4: dear. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, back. Back to the film. Sorry. To the,
2: sorry. 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 Right. Uh, yeah, that was brilliant.
1: mm. Any other comments on final exams? Yeah, definitely one of my top three
2: too. I I thought um,
3: sort of the way it was shot was a little bit too dark for my because it it looked um, I struggled to see what was going on a little bit just because Did it you was twid- too dark. More? No, not necessarily, <laughs> but it, but it was sort of this darkened sort of study bit like room, sort of bit thing. grainy, yeah. and it just for me it just needed a little bit of help with the the lighting just to bring that out of bit. and I. Vision. I couldn't get over that moment that it was so dark I was just like grumbling to myself about it but I did find it funny I enjoyed it it just wasn't one of my Mm. sort of favorites in the lot
2: oh that's so as a side note that one won uh the prize for funniest yes yes and it was
4: really well deserved I agree it was the one that
2: multiple (laughs) times every time he goes back to masturbation you're giggling because of the reason and there's this wonderful section where the daddy who's fucking him is reading Romeo and Juliet. Oh my god,
4: I
6: love that.
2: It's (laughs) great. It's It's great. Amazing. So yes. Uh yeah. Highly recommend that one. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So before we finish going through all of our favorites. Yes. You have to go listen to the Bed Hoppers. Go
2: listen to the Bed Hoppers if you don't know how to find them. Shame on you. But wherever you get your podcasts subscribe to the bed hoppers
1: i think it might be bedhoppers uk
2: whatever just search bed hoppers you'll find them you'll find them yeah they are amazing uh great lovely human beings and we we continue on the laughs the giggles and the the virtual cuddles on their podcast mm-hmm. if you haven't already subscribed to us please subscribe uh find us and message us at by the bye Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com or you can go to our website, au and contact us through the submissions page. So, we also want to give a quick uh, shout out to all of our lovely Uh, folks on our discord chat we have had some wonderful conversations recently on our most recent episode on toxic masculinity though that was just fucking gold great conversation really great conversations and we definitely appreciate it Uh, if you want to join the chat go to and support us at patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And, uh, yeah, that'll, once you start supporting us, we, it automatically happens. You get a link to our discord chat and, uh, you can talk to us there. It's been crazy active. Oh my God. The not safe for work, uh, <laughs> pictures. Man, are there are just... some
1: hot people on there.
2: My God. Oof. Yeah. So we have to start raising the bar. Uh, yeah, but go. To, That's okay. Uh, I'll bring
1: it back down. Don't worry. You're, you'll be fine.
2: Well, yeah, you can go down. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, Yeah, so go check out the Bedhoppers. Listen to part two of our hump, our own hump film fest.
0: Hold up.